0: to the Holiday Survival Podcast. My name is Aaron Billings and I am your host. The holidays can be the most wonderful time of the year or they can literally be the worst. My hope is that this podcast series will be a resource for you to not only survive this season, but thrive. Over the next couple of weeks, we will be sharing episodes on everything from how to navigate relationship challenges to how to set boundaries with family, friends, and colleagues, we will also be talking about how to find joy in new traditions and why prioritizing your values during the holidays is important. I hope you enjoyed the show. Welcome back to the Holiday Survival Podcast. Today, I am really excited to share this episode with you. When I was planning out the content for this series, I knew that I needed to balance the heavy with a few light episodes. And so that idea came to mind to ask my friend, Brooke Lauren Jackson, a luxury bridal wardrobe stylist and fashion expert to join me to do an episode on holiday style. So, Brooke, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to do this episode with you. Can you introduce yourself to everyone? Let us know who you are, and what you do.
1: Yes, of course. Hello, hello, everyone. I am so thrilled to be on this podcast episode. In fact, this is my very first podcast. So yay. Thank you, Erin, for hosting me. I'm so pumped, especially because this segment is all about fashion. So that's right up my alley. My name is Brooke Lauren Jackson. I am the owner of BLJ Collecta. It is a luxury styling service for brides. And we curate everything, all of their wardrobe from engagement to honeymoon. And I can tell
0: you that I've done a session with Brooke and we had so much fun. She put me in a black wedding dress <laughs> and it was that awesome. Can... I loved like it. Black
1: <laughs> dress so, fantasy. I think that was honestly perfect for you. Honestly,
0: I could see myself doing that <laughs> in real life.
1: By the way, I'm not married and we were just doing it yeah. for fun
0: so that she could get content. So let's just put that out there. I am still single on the market. So if you got a good man out there, that's like an athlete or a yeah, musician, you. that's my type. Yeah, But, yeah. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting my uh, applications out there for grown men to submit. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. So Brooke, I would love for you to share with everyone how did you get into fashion?
1: Well, I would say getting into fashion, it kind of started at a very young age for me. I was the traditional girl in a sense. Like I had Barbies, I dressed them up. I loved being creative. And I was also that kid who like got out of the shower and stayed in the bathroom for like 30 minutes. Like, let me wear my bath towel this way. And then let me put it over the shoulder and then let me tie it around my waist. Like just trying different weird things out to be like, I can make 25 dresses with this bath towel. <laughs> so I was just, I just like entertained myself a lot, you know, um, and that just involved a lot of creativity. I spent a lot of time just like sketching things. And even like with a conversation I had last week with my mom, she's like, do you still like sketching? And I was like, eh. she's like, what? You used to love sketching. So I always had like a sketchbook with me and I was sketching different things and creating ideas there. And I was always pretty particular about what I wanted for my own fashion, but I wasn't always able to be vocal about it because I always lived in that world where it's like your elders, like they were the ones who were buying clothes for you and like, you need to have respect and like, not be like too picky about what they pick for you. So I think that is the point that pushed me to like wanting to become a designer because with a designer, it's all about creativity. It's all about creating a new look and you let your mind do the talking and you don't really have to explain to everyone like this is this and this is that. So it led me to going to school to get my design degree in garment construction. I did that for my undergrad. And then since then, I've just always had a creative background in my life. Like every job I've done has been fashion related or beauty related. And I think that's led me to being like the stylist that I am today and helping brides
0: out. I love that. I didn't know that you did your undergrad in fashion. So that's amazing. If you actually go to Brooks Instagram account, it screams luxury. What are some of your favorite designer brands and trends on the market right now? And what do you love about them?
1: Ooh, okay. So I kind of feel like this is a tough question. I know this is like, you know, everybody wants the secret. So like, what's the best brand out there? Or what's the like most fashionable thing? But... For me, I feel like fashion is fluid. So sometimes I like this more. Sometimes I like that more. And I, right now, I'm not necessarily hooked on one particular brand. But I will say that I've enjoyed watching the Hermes Spring Summer 24 collection because I feel like it's super wearable and it's chic. And I love the elements that they incorporated into that collection. And then as far as the bridal world, um there's this brand called Hanifa, which specialized in ready-to-wear. And they just came out with their first ever bridal collection. So I've done a review on that. And I loved seeing their unique take on the bridal world because sometimes it gets a little boring. So I like when people put their twists on it. But the biggest trend that I've adopted this season for my own life is the red accessory trend. I got a pair of red, like, over-the-calf boots from Sam Edelman, and I've just been rocking those in my wardrobe, and they've kind of been like the center of my fall wardrobe this season. And going into the holidays, red is the color yeah, of the season, exactly. so
0: you're gonna be able to wear them all the way, well, honestly, through the rest oh. of the season. And
1: honestly, in the um, Hermes collection, the spring, summer, 2024, I surprise that red was one of the primary colors in that collection, too, so I think it's gonna be here for a while. That's a good tip, that's <laughs> a good tip. I know that personally,
0: in the past, I've bought a new outfit for every party or event I had to attend at the holidays, but I'm trying to be a little bit more conscious and sustainable with my fashion choices these days. It might not be as fun, but I think it's better for my carbon footprint. When it comes to the holidays, what are some of your favorite timeless fashion staples that we need in our
1: closets that can be worn year after year? Yeah, I will say it's so nice that you brought up like the sustainable aspect and just being more conscious around fashion choices, because this is something that I'm always telling my clients, you know, little do they know, like styling is a part of being sustainable because you get to wear things in more ways than one. So as I'm like styling them and as we're buying things and as we're shopping for pieces, in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, okay, this top can be paired 10 different ways for them. And they don't know, (laughs) they don't think about it consciously, but like that is in itself being more sustainable when you buy a piece and you invest in something that can, you know, go further than, you know, just one look. But we're all guilty of it buying one thing for this (laughs) event that you're like, oh my God, this is so perfect for just in the moment. And then after the moment's gone it goes away and it goes to the back of your closet, never to be worn again. So we're all guilty of it. I know that I definitely am. But I would say when it comes to timeless staples, so for me, I think staples can vary from person to person. Obviously you have like staples that are like denim. So jeans, for example. But like the style of jean might vary based off of that individual person's aesthetic. For example, if you have somebody who's into like The preppy look. They might pick a different pair of jeans than somebody who's into the tomboy or streetwear aesthetic. So, yeah, like jeans would be a good example of a staple. Specifically for holiday, though, I would say a black silk slip dress. And I think that this is a piece that will go very far. I actually work with some local boutiques and they have 100% silk slip dresses in their stores right now. And I'm always saying, like, this is that piece that goes further because you could layer a top underneath it. You could layer a sweater on top of it. You can build it and you can wear it as like just a skirt. You can wear it as a slip dress as it's intended, but it goes so far. And then black is obviously just that classic color that everybody needs in their wardrobe. So that is a holiday staple to make it more holiday and more festive. You could just accessorize with different things, whether that is an embellished cardigan or some chunky jewelry, um, some silver or some gold. The piece itself is pretty basic, but, you know, adding a sparkle clutch or some shiny shoes can make that piece go further in your wardrobe. And that black dress would be your investment piece. And then everything else, like the accessories, you might want to spend a little less on because that might not be something that you will repeatedly use. Right. I'm
0: sitting here thinking, I'm like, I forgot that I have a silk maxi black dress in my closet that I have never worn because I bought it to wear to a party at the holidays. And then COVID no. happened. Huh. And I've honestly, until you said that, I'm like, oh, I forgot. That a lot of staples
1: that. are like right in your closet, honestly. So sometimes it's not a matter of like going shopping. It's a matter of starting shopping in our closet. And then, you know, we can pick out the accessories later and not. Wreck our brains about something new to wear every single time.
0: Or wreck our budgets for that That matter. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even think about that until now. Thank you for the reminder. I'm like making a mental
1: note. Black silk dress in the back of my closet. Yes, and if you wear it somewhere, you know, this holiday season, make sure you tag me. I want to see what it looks like. How you style it. It's either going to be styled with leather or with fur. There you go. And it's easy. And like, I mean, you can do it both ways to different events and it gives it a whole new look. So that's perfect.
0: I used to, whenever I was touring, I used to wear all kinds of clothes and my closet was just jam-packed. But since I don't tour very much anymore, it's like I wear sweatpants and hoodies all the time mm-hmm. and I need to get back to that fun. Yeah. And that's that's something that I need to get. Fashion yes. is fun. Like there's something about it that makes it... It gives Mm -hmm. us joy to be able to put on nice clothes and dress up and like put on
1: something sparkly. Like that automatically is a mood booster. I could definitely attest to that. I mean, when I was, um, I went to Vegas last week for wedding NBA and I, you know, had to pack clothes. So I like had to plan out my wardrobe. And so I was, as I was getting dressed each morning, I was like, yep this is working out how I wanted it to because I took my time to plan it. I didn't have a choice, but I took my time to plan it. And then I was able to feel like confident for the whole day when I was connecting with different vendors and different experts and things like that. So I do think 100% it's a mood booster, no doubt. I'm sure there are some people out
0: there listening that are like, well, what if I don't have the budget to be able to go a designer route? What do you recommend that they do whether that's taking something out of their closet and making yeah. it new again or, you know, thrift store finds or what, what do you have that could be more budget conscious for those out there Yeah, listening? I mean,
1: I'm definitely not rich by any means. So I, you know, live my life, you know, on a tighter budget, I'd say, especially with just how the economy is going right now. So some tips I do, obviously I try to pull from my closet first and see what I have to work with. And then when I go out shopping, I could be more specific on what I actually need versus what I don't need. Sometimes you end up having everything you need. But if you don't, you could easily go to the thrift store, you know, find your local Goodwill or a local thrift store and um, just see what they have. If you find something, it's like a little bit big, a little too small, whatever the case may be, the zipper might be broken. Alterations are a lot more affordable than you might think that they would be. So, replace a zipper could be like 10 bucks. So, you have a dress, you found a dress that's $8. You replace the zipper, $10. You're getting a brand new dress that's $18. And you probably couldn't find that in the stores these days. So, thrift stores are really good. And also, renting, which is really popular right now, could be the route that you want to take because a lot of people are renting. And that's really good for sustainability as well and good for your budget. Typical priced to like rent an outfit. It obviously depends on the designer that you're renting from, but I would say anywhere between 30 to like $80 to rent for three days. That's yeah, not bad at all. Of, instead of paying like a 1000 for a dress, you could use that $1,000 dress and just rent it. That's not bad. <laughs> That's not bad.
0: I, you know, I've
1: considered using
0: Rent the Runway in the past and then I never do it and I don't really know why I don't. You know what I think it is? I have a little bit of a phobia about sharing clothes <laughs> with people that I don't yeah. know. But I, I'm pretty sure you have to get dry cleaned. And well, all that I think stuff.
1: with Rent the Runway, they actually take care of like the cleaning process for you. So they you just send it back and they dry clean it. And I I believe like they have a videos and stuff of how that process exactly works. If that eases your mind a little bit. That does ease my <laughs> mind. The clothes for you, so you don't have to just take somebody's word for it. <laughs> See, that's, I, I get a little weird about that. <laughs> I, definitely that's, that's just I my- have not gone the rental route myself um, just because I feel like I'm going to get addicted to it. honestly. And then I'm going to be like, I need new clothes all the time. So I try to start within my closet first. And then if I really need something really extra special, then renting would be good, especially for these holiday pieces where the fashion is a little bit more elaborate per se. You're giving me a great idea. I've got a show next month that I'm like, Ooh, I could rent yeah, something now. Exactly. I rent the runway. There's a lot of other uh, rental companies out there too now. So you're not limited to just one either. Good to know. You'll have to let me know what some of those
0: are so that I can check those out. But you're going to be doing a talk on our holiday survival private podcast feed. Why don't
1: you share with everyone what it is that you're going to be sharing? Yeah, so I kind of wanted to put together a guide for all the listeners out there. How to style things for holiday season. Obviously, holiday, you know, is coming up fast. We have Thanksgiving. Then we have Christmas, New Year's. They're all like within three months of each other. So it's a lot of wearing clothes, going to events, going to charity events, showing up at your kid's classroom for Events with them. So, I want to put together just a little bit of holiday magic for you guys how to sell things that you're actually going to wear again and what to buy versus what not to buy for the
0: holiday season with your look. I am so excited for this. You have no idea. So, if you would like Brooke's style guide, you can go to the show notes and opt in to our private podcast feed where you can hear that talk. And there you will be able to get the style guide. So I hope that you all do that because my <laughs> Lord, you're going to want to see Brooke's talent in action. Yeah. So Brooke, how can our listeners connect with you on social media or through your website?
1: Yeah, my website is brookelaurenjackson.com. You can connect with me through there or my preferred method is Instagram, which is BLJ Collective. Um, I'm always on Instagram. Feel free to comment or shoot me a DM. For any questions fashion related that you might have. Amazing. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for being a part of the
0: series and I cannot wait to check out your style guide.
1: Thank you for having me, Erin.
0: Thank you for listening to the Holiday Survival Podcast. If you enjoyed the show and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review so that Other people can see just how wonderful this podcast series is. We also have a private podcast series featuring our expert guests where they will be guiding you through this season with their patented methods to help you thrive during what can be a very hard time of year. To learn more about how you can subscribe to the private podcast series or for more information about our expert guests, please go to the show notes or... HolidaySurvivalPod.com. Thank you so much for listening and we hope that you have a wonderful holiday season.